to the Hundred Dollar MBA Show, where our daily business lessons are as addictive as your morning coffee. The only exception is our side effects are only positive. I'm your host. I'm your coach, your teacher, Omar Zinholm. I'm also the co-founder of the Hundred Dollar MBA, a complete business training and community online. And today, you will learn how to work while traveling. Sometimes we're gonna have to travel for business, for pleasure, and we're gonna have to get some work done along the way. So today, I'm gonna share with you my best working while traveling tips so you can get things done even though you're not at your office or at home or wherever you regularly work out of. So let's get down to business. Before I get into how to get work done while traveling, we need to answer a very important question. Should you be working while you're traveling? Only you can answer this question. What's the intention of this trip? If you've taken a week off so you can relax with your family or a loved one, then maybe you should make sure that you're not working. If the purpose of your trip is to relax or to recharge, then working while traveling is probably a bad idea. If this is the case, then you need to make sure that you plan your work before you travel, so you're getting the things that need to be done during that week of travel beforehand or after you come back, so you can completely shut off and go and have a great time and recharge your batteries. I know this sounds almost contradictory to today's lesson title, but if the intention of the trip is to relax and to rejuvenate yourself, then work has no place in there, and you really should stop yourself from working. If you're finding it impossible for you to take a week off without doing something in your business or to check up on your business, then you need to take a look at your business model. Maybe it's time for you to hire some help and start delegating some of the urgent daily tasks to somebody who can handle it while you're away. I'm bringing this up because this is important. What if you have to not work? Like, say for example, you get ill, God forbid, and you need to stay and relax in bed for a while and do no work. What is your business going to shut down? You need to make sure that you have a system in place to take care of your business. While you're away. Now that we got that covered, let's talk about two scenarios where working while traveling is applicable. One, you're traveling for work. You're traveling on business. This could be going to a conference. This could be you're actually going away on business. You're meeting a client, or you're working on a project. Say, for example, you're a photographer. You need to see some photos at an event. The point is, is that you're going with the intention of work. You're leaving your space wherever you normally work out of your office or your home office or whatever it is, and you're going to be doing some work outside. Of your normal space. Now you may want to get some of your normal work done, in addition to attending the conference and meeting new people or dealing with the client that you're working with. So that's one scenario. The other scenario is traveling for an extended period of time. Say, for example, you decided to spend two months with your distant family in Italy. Now this may not be necessarily a vacation. This might be just a relocation for a extended period of time.、Uh, you want to be around your family, but you still want to get work done. So the advice I'll be giving today will apply to these two scenarios. All right, the first thing I want to cover is your actual traveling, like your actual flight going and coming from your trip. If your flight's like five, six, seven, eight hours, you can get some work done while you're traveling. Now, I would recommend working on tasks that don't require an internet connection. Now, the plane may have Wi-Fi, but it may not be reliable, so don't count on it. So delegate tasks while you're on the plane or on the actual trip. That are based on creating content. So, say for example, you're writing a article, blog article, or you're editing your article, or editing a podcast, or editing video. You can also take this time to do planning, like planning out your business, having a planning session, brainstorm ideas, or even scheduling the things that you want to get done in the next months. Now, if you're traveling to, say for example, speak at a conference, a lot of people spend this time preparing their PowerPoint slides and, you know, rehearsing in their head. 
from my experience, rehearsing in a chair and just reading out your PowerPoint is not really helpful. You need to be at least standing up and being in the same type of position that you would be if you're giving your speech, unless your conference is on a plane. Some people will say you should be rehearsing on an actual stage, the stage you're on, but if you're not able to do that, then you should be at least standing up and moving around like you would be moving around on the stage. Plus, we don't want to freak out the other passengers, so stay seated and work on something else. When you're on the trip to getting to your destination, it's also a great time to do any personal development you've been wanting to do, like reading a book or watching some video courses that you've downloaded or reading some articles that you've been wanting to read for some time. This will also help you in your planning, so you have this great new information that you want to implement into your business, and it will work hand-in-hand with your planning session. I find that when you're working on a plane, it's very focused because you don't have any distractions of the internet, and you're just working on your work. And you can get a lot done in a short amount of time when you're focused. All right, let's talk about when you actually get to your destination. Let's say, for example, the conference, or maybe your hotel where you're staying at, or if you're at that extended stay with your family, then let's go and check it out how we're going to work in that environment. Now, my best advice is, it doesn't matter if your trip is three days or 30 days or two months, you should always allot a certain time in the day for you to work. Have a blocked out session in your calendar or in your schedule. So say, for example, your conference is from 10 to 5, and then there's a networking party from 6 to 8. You might feel like, oh, my day is all booked out, I can't do anything. Now, you don't have to do a lot. You can just do a little. You can just do a little every day. Even two hours is going to make a huge difference. I highly recommend you get out of your hotel room or the place you're staying at with your family because you really need to get in a different environment for work. It's funny how the mind works. You know, when we're in a different environment, we really refocus and understand that this is leisure and this is work. So you may want to do it over breakfast at a cafe or something like that. Eight to ten, spend those two hours at the work you want to do. You may need an internet connection, so make sure that you find a place that has an internet connection and go ahead and spend two hours doing that work and specify what you do in those two hours. By blocking out a time, you know for sure that this is the work time and then you can then shut off from work and focus on whatever you're there for, either at the conference or speaking or hanging out with your family. Now, a lot of people when they travel, they're concerned about email. They know they won't be able to respond as quickly as they normally do. So what we recommend is that you put on something called a vacation mode on your email, which allows anybody who sends an email to you to get an automatic response that says, hey, I'm away right now, and you can customize this message that says, you know, I'm away right now, or I'm traveling, or I'm not going to be able to answer email as efficiently as I normally do, but I will get back to you within 48 hours. By doing that, you're setting up the expectation for the person that sent you an email. They understand that you're not going to get a reply anytime in the next minute, and they should expect it within the next two days. And this allows you to relax a little bit and know that you don't have to be on email constantly. When you first do this, the first time that you actually step away from your email for some time, you start to feel a little bit anxious, like, oh my gosh, everything is going to collapse and all hell will break loose and my business is going to be gone. You quickly realize that that is not the case. That's not what happens and everything turns out fine. And you get used to this a little bit more, stepping away and setting up that expectation for the person to understand that you will get back to them within a certain amount of time and it's not instant always. Another tip I want to give you is if you're using a computer that you don't normally use when you travel, say for example, you're using a laptop, but you don't normally work off your laptop at home, you have a desktop, make sure any files that you have on your desktop or any of your external hard drives are available on the cloud or on the internet. So say for example, like Dropbox or Google Drive, 
any of those things that you normally use, say, for example, a podcast episode that you're editing, make sure that the podcast episode is up there so you can access it on the internet. You don't need to you know, have it on your hard drive, or you might think it's on the laptop, but no, it's actually on the desktop at home. Just make a copy of what you need onto a Google Drive or a Dropbox or some sort of service like that. That way you can access it anywhere in the world. And the last thing I want to touch on before I wrap up is your health. When you travel, especially when you air travel, it does take a toll on your body. You're changing time zones sometimes. Just being in an airplane does fatigue you. So make sure you get plenty of rest when you travel, especially when you land. Make sure you spend some time or schedule your time so you have some time to rest. You get at least eight hours of sleep at night because there's nothing worse than one, being on a business trip and being all sick and you can't talk to anybody or being on a semi-extended vacation and not being able to enjoy your time. So make sure you get plenty of rest. If you can incorporate any kind of exercise, like even just a jog or you know 20 minutes of push-ups and sit-ups or anything you can manage like a few times a week, that'd be great. Another tip I want to give you is something called the Wellness Formula. Now, Wellness Formula has not given me a dime to mention them on the show. They're not a sponsor or anything, but I've used them in the past. I still use them when I travel or even when I start to feel sick. So Wellness Formula is an all-natural vitamin, basically. And it's great for boosting your immune system and fighting any of that kind of, I get sick when I get fatigued. It's a tablet that you swallow that tastes horrible, but it really works. So I highly recommend if you're traveling to pick up a bottle of Wellness Formula. All right, guys, to wrap up, when you're traveling, first ask your question, should I be working during this trip or should I be taking this time to recharge? Secondly, when you're flying or you're in the actual journey, spend that time doing things that are offline like writing, editing, planning, things like that. When you're at the destination, make sure you block book a time for you to work. If you can get out of the environment of where you're staying to sleep, that's great. A cafe or something like that is great. Make sure you stick to that time. Don't go over time and focus on the trip or the reason why you're there for the rest of the time. Have your important documents or file in the cloud on the internet with Google Drive or Dropbox, whatever you prefer. And make sure you take care of your health and be mindful of your body. Get some rest and get some exercise if you can. Guys, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to the show and subscribing. For those who you don't know that you can subscribe to the show on iTunes so you can get these episodes automatically. You don't have to keep on going back to our website or going back to iTunes to listen to shows. If you subscribe, you'll get them automatically on your phone or on your computer. So we highly recommend that you subscribe to the show so you get these automatically every day. If you haven't left us an iTunes rating and review, we would really appreciate it if you took two minutes to do that. And you can learn how to do that at 100mba.net slash show. Everybody who gives us a rating or review enters our weekly draw to win a free ride to the $100 MBA training and community. And to celebrate our 100th episode on December 8th, we're sweetening the pot a little bit more and giving away a $100 gift certificate, an Amazon gift certificate, to anybody who gives us an iTunes rating review. Anybody who has given us an iTunes rating review since the beginning of the show enters that draw. So go ahead and give us a review. Here's a review from Raven Haven. Awesome show, five stars. Omar, love the podcast and the candid advice you offer. There's a lot of fluff out there, and I'm really glad to find your podcast. Thank you so much for your efforts. Well, thank you, Raven. I really appreciate you giving us a review and being a listener of the show. And thank you all for being a part of this. Guys, I want to leave you this. Often when we travel, we meet new people. We're on the plane, we're in the airport, we're at a conference, we're in a new country, and we meet people that ask about who we are and what we do. And it's really important to be able to say that in a concise way. 
And that's why tomorrow's episode is all about how to create and deliver your elevator pitch, how to do it naturally and how to do it with ease. Because often we're caught off guard and we're like, oh, I don't really know how to say what I do in a concise way. So I want to talk about that in tomorrow's episode. But what I want to say to you right now is when you meet new people, you're going to get a chance to actually show your passion for what you're doing. You're building new things. You're working on new projects. It's fantastic. And it's not every day that people meet people like that. So take this opportunity to really express yourself and show your love for what you do. All right, guys, I'll check you in the next episode. Take care. Take care.